there's absolutely no way that we could chase after every single social media problem that's out there. It's just way too much. So we work with our kids on character. We work with them on, on thinking through how they're interacting with each other in every way, whether it's at the lunch benches or whether it's in class or whether it's on their social media. Uh, and so that, that's kind of how we couch any conversation. When those, when those problems roll back onto the school campus on a Monday morning, it's, it's part of an ongoing kind of character conversation that we're having with them. You're listening to the smartsocial.com podcast. I'm your host, Josh Oaks. This is our district talk segment where we interview district leaders to learn how they're keeping students safe on social media so those students can someday shine online. Now let's get back to the interview. My name is Andy Johnson. I am the superintendent in San Marcos Unified School District. We're in North County, San Diego. We have just shy of 20,000 students in 19 schools. Hey, Josh, I'm Cliff Jones. I'm the chief of staff here in Fulton County, Georgia. Uh, we have 108 schools, 90,000 students. Uh, we are part of the metro Atlanta area. We're the largest non-contiguous district in all of the U.S., which means we're bifurcated by Atlanta Public Schools. Hello, my name is Rupak Gandhi. I am the superintendent of Fargo Public Schools located in the warm, sunny Fargo, North Dakota. We have about 11,400 students at 23 buildings. So my first question for you is, how has the prevalence of technology in the classroom impacted student learning and engagement? I mean, technology is everywhere now, right? I mean, I think we've gone through different phases. We've gone to, th we have one-to-one -one devices in, in many of our classrooms. We were just talking about maybe kind of pairing that back a little bit when the pandemic hit. And then it was, let's get a device into everybody's hands. So I think we're kind of discussing right now, what are the very best ways to use technology and what do we want the kids um, engaging in? That's really the most important, the most important conversation. For a while, it was just get a device in everybody's hands. And now I think we're having a much more deep conversation around what exactly are we asking the kids to do with the devices? Technology is a vital tool which allows our teachers and our school leaders to personalize and individualize learning in real time. We truly have learning is anytime, anywhere now. Uh, we have collaboration platforms like Teams. We have adaptive technologies. We have instructional technology assistants and coaches, uh, all with this, this instructional environment that we call ClassLink. Uh, and our students from K through 12 are really active in this, both during the school day and after? You know, I think that's a really interesting question. I think uh, technology continues to make sure that we, our students have access um, more to information than they ever did before. I think that the nature of education has shifted. When schools used to traditionally be the primary transference of knowledge, I now think that the role of schools is to teach students how to critically think and apply information they already have access to. And that's a lot because of the technology. The rate at which information changes uh, has actually significantly doubled over the uh, past several decades, and that's just because of technology and what our students are able to access at this point in time. Now, the next question I have for you is, how can school districts like yours deal with social media issues that may originate on a social media app like TikTok, Snapchat, Instagram, but then create a very real problem on campus, whether it's the next morning or Monday morning when we all go back to school? There's absolutely no way that we can chase after every single social media problem that's out there. It's just way too much. So we work with our kids on character. We work with them on, on thinking through how they're interacting with each other in every way whether it's at the lunch benches or whether it's in class or whether it's on their social media. Uh, and so that, that's kind of how we couch any conversation. When those, when those problems roll back onto the school campus on a Monday morning, 
it's, it's part of an ongoing kind of character conversation that we're having with them. In this day and age, we have to realize that sexting, that social media threats posted on multiple platforms are part of what school leaders deal with because they're in our students' lives. So how do we deal with that as a school system? We have this campaign called Students First, Safety First Campaign, and we utilize common sense media's best practices to not only help students talk to students, but really important is have parents talk with students about those topics that they didn't grow up with. At the fundamental core of it, school districts really need to be cognizant of addressing the issue at hand. Oftentimes with technology, with the politicalization of public education and just the nature of our country right now, it's so easy to find blame on a specific product or one device, but it's really important for school districts to dive deeper into certain issues and say, what really is prevalent? And I might be unique here. I am one of, based on my own personal experiences, I am a school district that's not advocating for banning cell phones in our buildings. I believe that that would be limiting uh, to our students. I, I personally believe it's more important to teach our students how to use cell phones and uh, when it is appropriate and when to do that. I also don't believe that education has to stay the same mold it always has been. So I think that it's really important to dive deeper into the issues and see how is that impacting student learning and not attack maybe what our perception of an issue is, but really attack the issue in itself. Can you provide some examples maybe of how your students have used social media in a positive or productive way that may have benefited themselves, their community, or even their future? Yeah, I think one of the things that I get really excited about, so I have my own social media accounts on, on the various platforms and I follow a lot of our schools and some of our, our student leaders. And I start to see things popping up. Uh, some of our kids have started a thing called uh, Humans of San Marcos High School or the Humans of Mission Hills High School. And they're just publicizing positive things that are going on in their schools or, or different, uh, different, they're highlighting different students and the kinds of the talents they've got, the, the things they're studying. So it's all set up for positives. This year in Fulton County Schools, we've trained multiple teachers, almost 100 teachers, on how to use podcasts as an instructional tool. As a matter of fact, as part of our superintendent's councils, uh, we have a student superintendent council, and they're going to take on doing a podcast. We had a different group do this before the pandemic, and they talked about getting healthy, getting educated, and getting involved in a podcast format. We're really excited about this technology and what it can do with our students in our community. Yeah, I believe I can give examples of both good and bad use of social media. And honestly, I can probably give you examples of adults in our buildings and, and students as well. Uh, but, you know, I have seen our students use social media for their own advocacy, whether it is around uh, state or national politics, or if it's really just to be able to find a way to mobilize and support or a cause that they fall behind in. Uh, within our community, students have used social media to for service projects. They've used social media to help locate missing children. And we've used, we've seen adults and students use social media, both for good and bad. And again, it's all about making sure that we teach that responsible choice and those healthy habits on, around what social media can do, uh, both good and bad, and making sure that we're creating bad awareness for our students in our community. In the age of one-to-one, -one, how are you preparing students for positive technology use both in the classroom and at home? I think the most important thing for us right now is for the kids to understand how 
to um, analyze and assess what they're what they're experiencing on the platforms. I think in the, you know the whole fake news, and now there's fake images. There's all kinds of stuff being generated now, whether it's artificial intelligence or whatever. And it's not enough for the kids to say, "Well, I found it on the internet or it was on Wikipedia or whatever." So we really are trying to teach them the skills to how do you analyze, how do you know what the sources were, and were those legitimate sources for the things that they're that they're um, that they're finding on their in their assignments and those kinds of things. It's that critical thinking piece that we really want to make sure that we're that we're pushing for our kids. When every student has a device, to me in our district, we really then focus on our teachers. How are our teachers at the cutting edge of utilizing that device device to be a tool for learning? We have a 10-year program called the Vanguard at Fulton County Schools. I encourage anybody to look it up. And these Vanguard teachers are 400 strong at the moment. And they utilize emerging technologies and bring it back to our school district in not only professional development, but they push us to innovate in ways that is firsthand. They're utilizing it in real time and putting that kind of teacher in our schools makes us run for that innovation. I think this is development and process. And there's something that's really shifted my mindset recently as well. This is the third school district that I've been part of and the first school district for which I am the superintendent. Every one of those school districts uh, had a one-to-one device. But I think sometimes it's really important for school districts to look at what is their end goal and what are the student outcomes that we're trying to achieve? And then take a look at is the technology that we're actually providing to our students getting there. And I say that just in a, in a humbling moment too. You know, we, in our school district here in Fargo Public Schools, we have pushed and been proud of the fact that we've increased access to our students and making sure that we have a one-to-one device kindergarten through 12th grade was an important initiative for us and something that we really celebrated. But about two weeks ago, I was watching John Hattie present live and going through his research and talking about the biggest impacts of student achievement. Having a one-to-one device program is not even one of the biggest impacts of student achievement, but integrating technology in certain core areas for elementary math and high school, whether it's mathematics and science and making sure that we're targeted in how we use technology is important too. So sometimes we really need to be cognizant of not generalizing a solution and really taking a look at what we're trying to promote and does that actually have an impact on our end goal, which is making sure that we are achieving the results that we desire for our students. Thanks for listening to our smartsocial.com podcast. I'm your host, Josh Oaks. This was our district talk segment where we interview school district leaders to learn how they're keeping students safe on social media so those students can someday launch into their future by shining online. This episode was brought to you by our smartsocial.com VIP program. It's called the Very Informed Parent Program, which helps you engage your students with teen-led video lessons. Stay one step ahead with our premium parent newsletter and discover hidden features on trending apps on teens' phones and our 54-plus live parent and student-friendly events every single year. You can click on the link below to chat with one of our team members if you want a free pass to our VIP program to support your community with our smartsocial.com resources. And if you're a district leader who has a success story, we would love to feature you on a future episode. You can click the link below to reach out. Thanks so much for listening, and we look forward to seeing you on the next episode. Have a great day.